Good morning, beautiful souls. This is Radha Nelia, your host at Galactic Goddess Podcast. And today we have an incredible show called Indomitable Soul, I Shall Not Be Moved. And I'm going to read you this quote by Brene Brown from Braving the Wilderness. It was as if she bundled up all the courage I'll ever need in my entire life and handed it to me. Rarely do you have the gift of knowing you're inside a moment that will be part of what defines you. But I knew. What do you do when you've spent the majority of your life moving to try to fit in? And all of a sudden Maya Angelou is singing to you and telling you not to be moved. You bend and stretch and grow but you commit to not moving from who you are. Or at the very least, you start trying. So we have a new moon and in this show I have a very special guest, Sarah Paash. She is an evolutionary astrologer and intuitive coach and we are going to be discussing how this new moon is going to be affecting you Um, what you should know and how you can activate it in yourself for the highest and best good. All right. There's a lot of release going on. So stay tuned and enjoy. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So happy to be here. So happy to have you and you know, we are in a new moon in Gemini today. <laughs> Woo-hoo. So um, being the astrologer that you are, evolutionary that is, could you tell us a little bit about this energy? For sure. This energy is on fire. <laughs> there is so much energy right now. Um, this new moon in Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Um, It is a Wednesday, which Wednesday in astrology is Mercury's day, and Mercury is making a beautiful sextile over to Uranus and Taurus. So there is like so much strength in this new moon, so much strength in our ability to communicate and speak our truth and find our voice. It feels like um, everybody is just awakening to everything they have to say and all of the exciting new ideas that might be coming in, new visions, new um, exciting conversations that people are having. It's a lot of fun energy, a lot of new energy, and we're just planting all these intentions of kind of going a new direction that's becoming more and more clear, I think, for everybody. Mm, it's so beautiful. It, yeah, new moons are very exciting for me because I always write my affirmations. <laughs> and- yeah. And I feel like there's, I feel like there's always like a breakthrough, but you know, um, also people can also feel a little bit moody and, you know, sometimes people feel emotional when there's a new moon, you know? Yeah. And I think that correlates to the idea that in this part of the cycle, we have to remember it's a new moon. It's really exciting. Um, but it's, it's a dark moon. So it's the darkest phase of the moon. And it's kind of attributed to that point where we plant the seed in the ground. And let's say we're planting, you know, corn. We know we want to grow corn, so we're going to plant the seed and then we're going to cover it up with soil and 
and then we're going to walk away from it. And we can't just like set, sit there and stare at the ground and, and expect to see corn, you know, overnight. Mm-hmm. And we can't dig up and doubt what we once planted in faith. Mm-hmm. Like we can't just like be in a rush. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of trust and patience and kind of that taking that time behind the scenes to really plant those seeds within. And then knowing that throughout time, it will unfold as we just mm. nurture that intention um, for the six month cycle of this moon. So that's really what is, I love working with the moon and the new moon intentions because I, I always write my intentions as well. And then I keep them. And six months later, when that cycle is, is complete, we're back at that full moon. I'll look back and I'll read and I'll just say like, wow, it, it happened. You know, we don't even know what's happening when it's happening. Wow. It's so that's fun. A, that's a great idea. I never thought about keeping it. Um, what I heard is like, you know, burning, burning your intentions. So that's a, that's an interesting concept. Cause yesterday I was already inspired and I wrote like a, um, you know, new moon intention. Um, but that's a beautiful idea to keep it and then look back at it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And at least for me, I mean, I still have some of mine from, I've actually found my Gemini new moon intentions from last year. And it's so cool to see how they, into this year's cycle um there's some there's some similar threads and parallels into the idea of really opening our mind you know gemini is all about the mind and i think Mm. there's a lot about just opening our mind you know being more accepting and tolerant and just open and curious and questioning things Mm. and and within ourselves and our old stories and then also like you know with others giving people more space to just be by opening our mind so there's a lot of like energy right now especially around I I found and I know we were kind of talking earlier about just like finding our voice and Mm -hmm. speaking our truth and kind of the energy of um you know you you become aligned with what's authentic for you and then Mm -hmm. um how do you live that out in a way that's not harsh you know like how do we not have to like prove it how can we just live it and be it in a graceful way and I think that's where it's like it's a new moon so let's let's honor it by planting it within first you know get it get salt in do it and then we'll bring it you know oh I love it yeah I just I think that's so important to 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 take your time and understand that things do take time I mean we all want everything to happen right this second (laughs) who doesn't I do but you know patience is a virtue as they say oh yeah (laughs) Um, that's why I love Kuan Yin so much and I she's like one of my leading goddesses because she reminds me over and over and over and over again about patience I'm like no okay (laughs) (laughs) I was like when I finished writing my workbook um I told my dad and my dad was like you're done with Kuan Yin but is Kuan Yin done with you (laughs) (laughs) yes and I was like, you've got a point. Absolutely not. Because she shows up like every day telling me to chill and be patient. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's like, there's some really, there's some innocence and in impatience that I kind of love. And it's like this creative <laughs> impetus. It's just like, you're just excited. I think that we're just excited. And I yes. love that fire. And I think it's important that we, we, we recognize that within ourselves. We don't become a critic of like, you know, because sometimes it can be, it can be used against ourselves. We can judge ourselves. Like I need to be more patient. You know, I did it again. And that's where I think the going inward and finding time, like almost solitude or finding like a sanctuary in a sense where you go within Mm -hmm. and you really do this ritual for this new moon 
to get clear on these intentions and let that fire out a little bit, you know, like write it out in your own space mm-hmm. in private. I know we were talking about some things I was writing last night. It's like, you know, I don't have to like give it all out. I don't have to, you know, throw it out into the world yet. It's like, first, let me just give it the space to live and breathe kind of in that darker mm-hmm. space in solitude and sanctuary. And then, you know, through time, through patience, it will evolve with more goodwill and more of that Kuan Yin <laughs> compassion mm-hmm. energy. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And then you were telling me earlier about Mars conjunct South Node, which is, you said it was a karmic release of ancestral anger. Yeah. Right? So I was, um, this week, I have been feeling a lot of what I've been intuitively processing is this collective, like, anger but not just anger it's like this mm-hmm. need to say it so if i'm not physically writing i've been doing exercises like free rapping or yelling or growling and just on my own and if i'm not actually getting it out expressing it outward then mm-hmm. this energy is just turning inward and it's like an emotional storm it's just it's chaotic and this restlessness and then mm-hmm. my ego turns on because it's in survival mode of like Oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on? We're being attacked. Um, so it's just mm. been so healing to just give myself the space to like let it out. Because yeah, in this mm-hmm. chart, and Mars is about to station retrograde. We talked about that before in just a couple weeks. And this is, he's going to cross back over the South Node again. So I think we're being shown this theme right now in this new moon. It's like this, how do we relate to this energy that? this anger, it's so charged. I think it's really important Mm -hmm. what we talked about, you and I, that we recognize it's not present tense anger. This energy is Mm -hmm. ancestral and it's, it's from like years and years and years and centuries of unprocessed pain and anger and suffering that's coming up now. And energetically, we are capable of holding that and processing it. But this is our challenge. How are we going to do that in a way that's not going to just start another war, whether that's a war against ourselves or mm-hmm. against another human. Like, how are we going to channel this energy collectively, hold space for it and honor it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it deserves to be witnessed, but not just use it to fuel another fight. Yeah, that's so important. Um, I think the most important thing is just the conscious awareness, you know, and like you said, I know I tuned into that this morning when I did a prayer for my entire lineages, lineages, because I have, you know, mother, father, and then, um, and then, so it was for the ancestors that came before me, those that pass and those that will come, you know, in the future, um, to clear their path and to, to, but just a really deep cleansing, healing prayer. You know what it was? It was clearing out the shock and trauma and the pain um, that passes down because I, I do know that there, there was a lot there that I didn't even, I didn't even realize that at some point, but then I did become aware of the certain, certain tragedies that had happened and such as war and really what lineage in this earth hasn't been through war, you know, right. one way or another, whether, whether it was your great, great grandfather, those, um, memories, those survival you know, fight or flight and all of that stuff, that terror mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever occurred, if they were fighting, it does get passed down through your DNA, that memory. Um, I've had many dreams in the past about war and I'm like, that's so weird right. of hiding in war, running, you know, 
like really um intense things and then i i've noticed like my ancestors come through me a lot like and and you know in a way it's a blessing too but you know sometimes it's it can be intense like like the pain that they went through that i didn't even know existed will they'll present it yes. to me and it will come through me almost like a wave of an emotion but i've had ancestors come to me and literally ask me can you heal me and um i'm probably not going to share on this show but i but i was absolutely blown away by like the tragedy that you know they went through and um how they're how they carry that and then i carried that too inside of me and so their their liberation is my liberation yes. my liberation is their oh, liberation we are co-created and co-connected so when when you're feeling something you guys and it's coming up just to know if you're like i don't know why i'm feeling this way why <laughs> Well, you don't, you know what, there's probably a reason it could be a lineage thing. You know, you, we don't know the stories of our ancestors as much as we could or should, or, you know, we're not always that lucky, but if you just make the intention that I'm going to clear this and I'm doing it for me and my lineage, you know, those that came before me and those that came after, I really believe that those intentions can make such a difference. Don't you think? Oh, for sure. And I think it's important to always remember that, you know, and having mercury in cancer moving really, really fast right now, it's like our mind emotional body connection can be helpful or very harmful depending on our, like you said, awareness of where it can come from. Because the second an emotion comes up, if we don't have the awareness that this emotion could just be something such as, you know, an ancestral kind of like processing, or even you could just be picking up on something collectively present, but not necessarily personal, mm -hmm. then the mind is the mind's job is to identify and context those emotions. It's a safety survival mechanism. It's trying to identify where it's coming from in order to keep you safe. That's, you know, quote unquote. So it's mm -hmm. like knowing that the mind will find something to blame for this anger present tense if you're not aware that it could be something completely um outside of the mm -hmm. present moment so mm -hmm. it's like making friends with your mind and you know and your emotions not judging them I think is so 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 valuable so that mm -hmm. it can be witnessed without being mm -hmm. because otherwise we're just going to hold on to it again you know it's like biting the bait and it's like yeah. oh and then we for me, it's a lot of times in personal relationships. Um, I know that a lot of the anger that I process as a woman, it's that ancient anger of kind of towards men. And it's not present tense, but in my male intimate relationships, like good friends or um, partners, like that's where it's redirected because that's the mind's, <laughs> you know, identification with that feeling in present tense. So that's where it's important to kind of like take time to yourself and, whether it's journaling or, you know, writing it out, talking it out, whatever it is, just so that you can get some space between it, like you said, and let it out without hurting <laughs> or mm -hmm. reoccurring cycles of pain. That's, yeah, I mean, because it, it is, pain is an interesting thing if it balls up like a snowball. So it can come down through your lineage and then ball up and then you can continue rolling it, you know? 
But at some point, you got to be curious and be like, hmm, wow. And that's what I do lately is I'm just like, hmm, that's interesting. What is that? You know? Yes, <laughs> like get curious about your feelings. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. And, and like being the detective, I, I, I'm like detective Rada. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm a detective. I don't need to be nosy about what other people are doing. I'm more curious, like what's going on in my inner world. And then if I, with my clients, like I'm a detective helping them, let's find the, you know, the little trail of where this is leading. Where, where's it coming from? Where's the origins? Like it's a very curious and interesting thing. You have to have a bit of curiosity about you and be willing to explore and sort of think of it as an adventure, um, adventure in clearing, yes. <laughs> adventure in healing. <laughs> I love that. I, I, my theme this week was like, keep, keep the hunt fun. Um, mm, you know, oh, have wow. that investigative, but curious mind that's like, Ooh, what's this? You know, don't identify with it. Don't get swallowed mm-hmm. by it. Don't become, um, don't get so in it that you're entangled in a mess mm-hmm. and keep that space. And I think that's where that neutral mind, whatever practice helps you maintain that neutral mind. For me, it's meditation, but whatever it is so that you can stay curious, you know, and stay in the mm-hmm. present joy while kind of like playing around with like, Ooh, okay. Like I've been growling a lot this week and that's kind of funny, you know? Mm, I love <laughs> yeah, that. The second I mean, I'm I in the woods. I should, I mean, should be howling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like the second I can't laugh about, the crazy shit I'm feeling and doing is the second I've <laughs> lost my, my ground, you know, it's so a Yeah. Actually, that's really important too. I think, you know, Gemini's air and there's a lot of this mercurial, like everything is just, it's like a windstorm, you know, it can be. Mm-hmm. So it's just so important again, to stay grounded, make sure that you're really grounded in your day to day, look around and make sure like, Oh, everything's okay. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. not now and that's okay. Oh, that's beautiful. I, yeah, I think humor is so important too, through this whole process. You know, we, we're, we're on an evolutionary path that we've never really been on before, you know, as a collective in this sort of way. And I think we're going to come against some, some stumbling, stumbling areas, some roadblocks, and we just sort of have to stop and laugh at ourselves and the whole thing <laughs> sometimes, yeah. you know, because Otherwise, you risk just going crazy. So you might as well have a sense of humor while you're at it, right? No, exactly. I think I, I sent that to my friend earlier this week. I said I was grateful for humor because I was like, humor is the precursor to any humility, you know? And it's like, if I can't have humor, if I'm taking myself too seriously, then I'm not going to be able to just admit that I'm feeling anger right now without that mm-hmm. meaning that I'm an angry person, you know? Yeah, and then... You know, we were talking about it earlier, too. We had a conversation earlier, guys, about how, um, you know, especially as women that we're not, we're taught, like, anger is really not an emotion you should have, that you should be sweet and pleasing. But then it, it what happens is there becomes this, like, rage, mm-hmm. you know, because when you suppress something and suppress something, it's like, you're not allowed to be angry. You have to smile and be pretty. and that's just not reasonable it's it's not realistic (laughs) like it's not gonna happen no so forget it yeah that's and I was even you know this week that's been a lot of what the shadows that have been coming out is feeling like an either or a duality Mm -hmm. and this is where using the energy of this Gemini moon can be really helpful because Gemini is 
capable of seeing both sides and holding the mm. paradox and mm. and not having to pick both sides like it loves the fact that you say one thing it's like what about the other um mm-hmm. it's, it's very curious mm-hmm. in that way and it's like we need to be doing that with ourselves like why aren't we speaking about anger like why aren't mm-hmm. we letting ourselves admit that we feel that anger and for me like you said it's because then what do I have to give up I have to the idea is I have to give up my integrity to be a good person mm-hmm. or yeah to be to be pleasant I mean those things seem obvious but at an even deeper level for me it was like I value being a compassionate person. I value mm-hmm. being somebody who's, you know, tolerant and accepting of people. And I don't want to be harmful. So it's like yeah. this fear of anger and of power because we see it misused and abused. But it's like, That's what if so there's a way true. to, you know, what if it's not one or the other? What if there's a new story uh-huh. we're all developing? That's beautiful. Um it's beautiful and it's very important. And especially, you know, for women, men, if you're listening, please understand that women grew up with a very different set of rules than you. You know, we're always taught as little girls, be a good girl, smile, be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas guys can say things like, I don't like that. You know, they can, they can react in a way that's quote unquote acceptable. In, in other words, men you're allowed to be yourselves much more than women have been allowed to be ourselves it's hard for you to comprehend but that's just how it's been you know I think it's super interesting too um I actually love that you brought this up because I was studying this a few months ago around the opposite is also true it's like yes men are more comfortable with their with their anger and with that masculine energy mm-hmm. but on the same token as we've been kind of segregated from anger as women mm-hmm. men have been segregated from you know those more nurturing and mm-hmm. and good and there was a I was in a one of the astrology books I was reading and studying especially with cancer energy with in childhood you know it's like you're either a boy or you're good. And so as a Mm. girl, it was like, okay, I'm a girl, so I'm good. And Mm -hmm. then, and then we kind of go down that path and a boy, it's like, well, you know, they're not made to be like girls and Mm -hmm. they're different. And instead of saying you're good, you're just different. Now they've kind of identified as like, oh, I'm not going to be the good one, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's It's like it goes both ways, you know? No, no, it's so true. It's true. Men do need to connect with their divine feminine within and their emotions, especially, where they're not allowed to show their emotions. Yeah. It's it's so polar opposite, right? Right. In a a different way, the polarities are so extreme and they're so harmful and it hurts so much for both parties because if a woman's not allowed to be in her true emotions or show emotions that are quote unquote ugly and not pretty, but men also can't show, they can show, they can be angry and, you know, warlike, but they can't show their soft sensitivity. And that, that also hurts the feminine, you know, that hurts us too. We want to receive that as well. (laughs) Yeah. And I think they do deep down, just like, just like women, you know, we're women. So it's obvious we know what we're feeling and it's this awakening Mm -hmm. to like, I want to be able to just say I'm angry. I want to be able to just express this yeah. and I don't want to be identified with it. And I think as we step into and heal that within ourselves, 
that is simultaneously consciously or unconsciously doing the same for men in the opposite realm of like you are allowed to express the fact that you're scared you Mm -hmm. are allowed to express the need for comfort you know like it's okay to want to feel nurtured or oh yeah and even if they aren't awake to that or if they are or whatever I just think it's like let's do our work. You know, as women, it's like, mm-hmm. let's support each other and hold each other that we can be compassionate, beautiful, caring, nurturing, and have anger. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. and be wild and yeah. have our power too. you know, I mean, and I was telling you earlier how like in one of my acting classes with Howard Fine much earlier, um, at, at, at the certain point in my life, I could not stand in my rage or my power. Um, and he literally yelled at me on stage and he was like, Rada, he's like, own your power. You are powerful. <laughs> and he was in front of the whole entire class in this auditorium. And I was like, oh, it was like so intense at the moment. And I was so frustrated because it was strange. I couldn't, I could not show the face of my anger or my rage and it, and he could see it bubbling and brewing, but it wasn't like, I couldn't let it out. It was like, I'm so, con- I was so conditioned. Like I can't show that I can't show that. Right. But then um, it was really a spiritual catalyst for this change where I was like, wow, now I'm working with goddess Paley and Callie. And you know, <laughs> like, I mean, that is the, that is like the energy that I use sometimes to help people move this, stagnant energy is like paley burning the fire of your soul and burning it out and um and i'm so grateful you know sometimes we have to be on both sides like not knowing what it feels like so that we can know what it feels like and know how other people feel when they're in that position where they feel stuck or they feel like they can't move this energy um so duality really is incredible yeah like it serves such a purpose. Had I not been on that side, I mean, I could have just been this powerful, rageful person, but never have been sensitive to other people's, you know, feelings. So, you know, it kind of, um, yes, it's 100%. I 100% agree. I, um, I also think it's interesting, you know, I was having a conversation with a, a male friend of mine and he was, we were talking about um, like expressing myself. And I, he said some, I said something like, you know, I know I'm ready to like express myself and I can say what I need to say. And he kind of cut me off and said, but you know, you don't want to be harsh. You know, you can say it without being harsh or without hurting others. And I actually responded and said, I know if I'm not being kind, I'm not actually in my power. Like when I'm actually owning my power in speaking my truth, then I have the capacity to be honest and kind. I'm not mm-hmm. afraid and get in that defensiveness is just a sign of fear, which is a sign of not actually feeling free, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think I, I, and I also think that sometimes things bu- are, things are bubbling so much right now, like <laughs> where we know eight, Asia Argentina came out and told the whole audience at Cannes like listen we you know um you guys know this is going on the me too thing that there's a bunch of you out there that are still 
responsible that have had no call to action yet, but, but we have our eyes on you. Um, you know, she was not exactly kind, but, and what she said was very intense. And I think, I don't think you all, you, you always have to be like so kind or so sweet. Sometimes, I mean, I know when people cross my boundaries, I'm, they're going to feel it. It's going to burn, but it's not because I'm being mean or trying to, it's just that like this primal part will come forward. The goddess Kali. It's not that I'm quote unquote hurting people or anything like that, but like, you're going to feel the, you're going to feel it, you know? Um, right. That's it's a great just, it's just part of also that feminine power is like, you know what? I'm not going to control my volcano. Just <laughs> like if you, if you ignited my volcano, get ready to feel the burn. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. You know, I'm also a teacher to you just as you are a teacher to me. So like, I don't put restrictions on it. Like sometimes people need to be told the, you know, off, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, so it's not about just, it shows up in many different ways and I don't think that like we have to still define ourselves like yeah we don't have to throw random names around or be super immature but sometimes the fire is there and it's gonna burn you know yeah I'm just trying to learn I love that you said that too because I constantly have to make sure I'm I'm walking that fine line of like not editing or filtering in order to fall back into that like need to identify as sweet or kind um but it is like, for me also, the level of respect and, you know, sometimes truth cuts, <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> truth is sharp, but that's regardless of how it's delivered, you know, and that's where it's like, I can tame my delivery, but I'm not editing it. If that <laughs> makes sense. If there's like a way <laughs> for us to hold it in yeah. a very like mature way, like you said, like oh, yeah. maturity, but, but not filtering or editing so that it's not an attack, but it is a very direct, it's, you know, there's, there's a directness, but not an aggressiveness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows when it happens, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it, you feel it, you feel it. Yeah. Um, and that's a thing about being part, you know, connected to that wild woman within, um, who, who is pr partially primal, you know, who has that primal energy and, um, I love that. I love that primal energy. I think it's so important. Um, I think as women, we, 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 so much, we want to tame ourselves and tame ourselves and tame ourselves. And I feel like, Oh, I feel I'm tired of the tameness. Like I want to just be me, you know, right. whatever that means as a wild artist or, or a, you know, uh, you know, passionate healer. Cause that passion is, is who I am. So it's right. never going to be tame. It's never going to be tame. No, it's um, beautiful. And, and I think, yeah, it's, it's all beautiful, but I do know what you're saying. Like, you don't have to be a fool and just, be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's ways of going around, it, especially with, with all of this energy that's bubbling. And, and I think so much, so much people are feeling the undercurrent of, um, it's almost this feeling of like a little bit of stress because we are, the energy is pushing and pulling and contracting and expanding and, like you said earlier, you know, we are, we're going through the karmic release, you know, of ancestral anger and that could be misplaced. And you see that so much like online where people just rip each other apart, mm. like on a Facebook. I'm like, who do you think you are, honey? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know this person and you're just like, completely... it's just like, so not helpful. Yeah. 
it's like you're not really helping any cause you're just giving yourself a um, false ego boost but it's not really you know that's not how we that's not a, a, con, a constructive way to communicate so right yeah I think owning it and I and that's the other thing is like owning your shadow because so many times like with all the stuff coming up people are going to be just throwing their crap at other people just like you take it boom you know and you take it boom yeah. and that's how we start like why why do that there's there is so much more power in like saying what's going on hmm i'm curious wow yeah. what's this about and being a little detective and uh not only that you'll get to the root of it and start to clear it which is really what you want to do rather than just throwing it around and ping-ponging that pain back and forth, which is a pattern you don't want to get into. So um, I love yeah. that. I love that we're in such a place where we have the ability to release so very much. And um, and I just think it's it's important. It's a, it's a great opportunity, guys. We're in a time of massive change if you don't feel it I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> I feel it every day I feel the pulse and the vibration of the energy shifts and I and I can feel it you know mm -hmm. and um it's like it's like being in the ocean with a current and the tide and it's just moving it's not stopping at all and it will never stop as far as I'm concerned like it ebbs and flows sometimes it gets a little bit cooler but we're moving to such a place where it we're it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's my bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and perceivably worse. You know, it's it's all comes back to just like, we're just, we're shattering. <laughs> we're shattering exactly. all the paradigms. And, and yeah, I think it's just important to just remain conscious. And like, like we said in the very beginning, it's all about doing the work with your, within yourself first mm -hmm. and getting clear with mm -hmm. yourself. And then that way we can shift and heal this reactive energy back into the ability to respond and being mm. self-responsible and emotionally responsible without filtering, without hiding, without repressing. I think this is the collective invitation right now is mm. the energy is so strong. It's so potent. It can't be denied. You can't mm -hmm. just shove it down. If you shove it down, the internal pressure and fire is, it burns so hard. Mm. So it's really, it's, it's our task, you know, I think collectively women, men, whoever, it's like, mm -hmm. how are we going to witness it, hold space for ourselves with it? Like, what are we going to do with it? You know, like, what are we going to do mm -hmm. with this fire? Um, and then how are we going to learn how to dialogue and communicate it in a way that's going to break the cycles, you know, like, mm -hmm. let's, mm -hmm. like this, the buck stops here, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, anger yes. are just driving us but we are you know because we're like accepting it then it then it's not as charged it's like the second we're like yeah. this pissed me off and that's yeah okay. and so now I don't have to like you know fire back I can just mm -hmm. first just be clear that it's okay that I'm upset yeah so, that's so great I love that bringing the consciousness into it I think that's really 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 such a big part of it um and then as you're watching it, it's almost like a play and you're like, oh, wow, this happened. And, this, you know? and, and in the meantime, I, I also feel like it's refining the energy. Like, hey, we're all a bunch of gems out here. We're just <laughs> polishing ourselves and just refining and 
you know, carving out the pieces that aren't really fitting anymore and just getting more shiny, more dimensional, more facets so that we can shine brighter. You know, um, it's not always a beautiful process, but I feel like it's very liberating and very exciting. And there's so much out there, you know, that you can turn to like astrology, you can book a reading, you know, with you or get a healing session that I offer or, you know, there's just so much out there right now that so many tools that you can use to journey so that it's really working for you and with you the energy and what you're going through. And um, I just say, take the opportunities, you know, check it out. Um, I'm going to post your website below so people can get a hold of you. Yeah, and... that sounds great. I would also just say, yeah. um, tell people to just look at their chart and see where, you know, 22 degrees of Gemini lies in their chart and know that that's where the intentions are, whatever house that is. And also wherever Aquarius is in their chart, um, to just be mindful of this Mars energy, this aggressive energy, there might be some um, insight into where they can channel that fire, you know, in order mm. to alchemize it, transform it and have it be a creative, you know, resource rather than just yeah. a fuel that burns us from the inside out. <laughs> that's so beautiful. I think that's so important. Being creative is is the most incredible thing because that energy is used to create, you know? Yeah. And, and even with, even with a feeling like rage or even feeling sorrow, you know, writing a poem or um, painting or whatever it is that you feel drawn to do or dancing, mm -hmm. moving your body. Um, it's like, that's how great poetry is. <laughs> Hey, right? Mm -hmm. like you feel all, all the all the poetry that I ever wrote was like when I was in a place like oh, you know, yeah. and, and it's so and it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it is so because good. Like I, I utilize that energy to create, and just like you did with your gorgeous poems. Um, do you want to read one of your poems before we, we before we get off the call? Yeah, that's a great idea to kind of just, I guess put action behind the preaching that we're, yeah. doing, that we're doing exactly um yeah I'd love to let me okay yeah I'll read this one yeah I was just telling Rada that last night I just had this fuel come in and I knew it needed to come out so I took some time in nature at night and stomped around growled and this is this is kind of what came through for me so um here it is first she found love then she found her voice I would be scared if I were you. She's liberated, uncaged, and consciously channeling rage. Speaking, screaming, passionately loving, she will not be silenced. She will not be tamed. She will not be owned. She is found. The power is back into our queen's heart and out of your hands. Your tired, bloated hands, dehydrated by your criticism, cynicism, choking on your tired manipulations. I would beg if I were you. The time is of her, through her essence, indispensable and intrinsic nature, undefinable and infinite, creating all creation, wild women roaring, raging blood flowing, all beginnings and endings, life and death, held hostage in your humility. I would bow if I were you. Oh, wow. I literally have tears in my eyes. It's so beautiful, so fitting. Um, 
And and just as you were saying that, there was like thunder in the background. It was so dramatic. I mean, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your wisdom on astrology. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to dive in to these passionate conversations. (laughs) It's so fun. Go on for days. (laughs) So thank you so much. That was was, um, incredible. And I'm looking forward to having you back on again. I was just going to say, I look forward to hanging out and talking about all the things <laughs> soon. It's so much fun. And yeah, I can't wait. I hope everyone has the most blessed, fun, fired up, creative Gemini new moon today, setting those intentions and just, you know, really channeling this energy to create rather than destroy. Mm, thank you. Beautiful wisdom. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. And we're sending you so much love.